0: This is the EWN Podcast Network.
1: This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit. Entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley.
2: I'm really excited to be here with you today. This is Janelle, and I'm here with Michael, and today's conversation is going to be around defining and creating your niche, narrowing down your message so you have the biggest impact. But before we get into that discussion, I wanna share a few statistics with you about the e-learning industry. Did you know that in 2015 it was a 107 billion dollar market and in 2022 it's predicted to be a 243 billion dollar market and 2025 325 billion dollar market so i really want you to think about those numbers You can have a piece of that. All you've got to do is have a program, a product, a service that people want and really narrow down what you're looking for. And it's not just about creating an online course. It's about creating a course or a program that gets results. Those results are what is going to cause the transformation. That's why most of you are in business. So I'm really excited for our conversation today to talk about your niche. How do you take all of the information that you have and narrow it down so that you're giving people what they need? I know one of the biggest challenges people have is they have so much information, they have so much knowledge, and they believe that they've gotta give it to everyone the first time. And I know it's a conversation Michael has with a lot of clients. So what would you tell them, Michael, that they need to start doing when they're looking at creating a program? And how do you get them to start narrowing down what they wanna offer?
3: Well, I think you're absolutely right. I think that one of the first things that I all see with clients is um, that they really, need to think about what their niche is and, and I've always believed that if you're selling to everybody you're selling to nobody and what that really means is that you, you're if you have a solution that's so broad that it fits everybody then no one really sees their particular solution or their a solution to their particular unique situation in that. In what you're offering so it's always important to really narrow down and and I know you mentioned in your intro that um, a lot of times coaches have too much information in their courses and and that's a problem that we run into all the time as well that as coaches I mean and I've been a coach as well and I know you have been a coach too we always want to share everything we know Mm -hmm it's just our nature, you know, it's, we, we know it. So we want to share it with people. The challenge is that we know too much. And if you think back to maybe when you were in high school or college, uh, and you know, you took that math course or that, you know, it may an algebra course or geometry or whatever it was, you know, the, the, the instructor knew a lot about what they were teaching but what they tried to do if they were good is they tried to simplify it down to a level that you could absorb it as a as a new student Mm -hmm. if you were back at math 101 and they were teaching geometry algebra you'd have been lost it was all the way you have to go all the way back to the beginning so if you're doing an intro level course You have to remember that your ideal client is going to be at an intro level. That's why they're taking your course. And there might be a lot of things that you could teach them about whatever your particular specialty is. But what you have to do is back off and say, okay, well, what's really essential for them to know if they're just beginning? and recognize that you have a lot of other things to offer. And that's really great because then that means you can have follow on offerings. You can do upsells. You can do other things for those clients that want that information. But at the beginning, you need to really hone in on the basics and and really address their urgent need, their urgent challenge.
2: I think that's really true. It's important to look and say, who is your audience? Who is this message targeted for? Because what we do is we do try to provide a lot of value. And oftentimes what we're doing is we're providing a master's level course to someone who is in first grade and someone who's just getting started. It's really important to know who that audience is. So I always recommend to people, think about where you were when you started this journey what was the information that you needed what helped you get started what a lot of people are doing today is they're they're going out and they're looking for those answers they're looking for the next you know expert mentor program and they're getting a lot of information but one of the challenges i believe is people don't see the the solutions as helping them with their problem because they're There's so much information in what people are teaching that what people want is, what are the next steps that I need to take? How am I going to be able to get results? And is this going to work for me? And if we really narrow down our audience and what we're offering, people will say, I can do that. I can this is exactly what I need they'll see themselves they'll really believe it's the solution for what they're looking for and then we as as a coach we have a bigger impact because people are actually getting results that's one of the things that's missing instead yeah. of looking for something else and just getting more information we don't need more shelf help we need more self-help that'll get results
3: right And I think that's an important point I think as coaches we sometimes forget that as well that really our goal is not to provide information our goal is to facilitate a change and so you can provide all the information that you want but if nobody does anything with it you're sure you get paid for the course but I, you really are not having much of an impact because no one's really doing anything about it and I know that if our listeners are like you and I we've been to those courses where uh, we got all this information, and as you say, it just went on the shelf, and we did nothing with it. And uh, that's not the fault. Well, it is the fault of the of the coach, you know. But basically, th- there was just too much information there, and so you start to try and apply it, and it's too hard. I mean, there's just too much to do. There's too many things to worry about. There's, you know, I, you don't move at all when really if you would just made a small move or a small improvement it would have had a big effect on you Mm -hmm. but you couldn't even get that small movement to happen because you were so overwhelmed with all the information and that's why when i work with clients as you know i always for every single session that that i design you always have some type of exercise or application at the end that causes the participant to actually apply what they just learned. Because if they apply it right away after they've learned it, there's a much higher probability that they're actually going to remember it, retain it, and use it in the future.
2: Well, and when people see results, when they get into action, it gets them excited about going back and learning more. The, the challenge is, and I see it over and over again talking to people, is they have so much to do that it seems overwhelming unrealistic they feel like they can't do it they don't know where to get started and if it's really clear those next two to three actions that they need to take so that they can apply what they've learned do it in short manageable chunks not you know it used to be that hour long two hour long mm. trainings were the norm and now they're very short our attention span with everything going on is so short so something short actionable that gets results will make them say i want more and each day they'll take a piece of it and they'll really have a huge transformation
3: yeah absolutely i mean that's all the clients that that I work with I'm now advising them to do shorter more sessions and shorter for each session because people just don't have as you said that attention span but that gets back to the the beginning of the conversation about niche and so um, how do you actually provide that value how do you actually get that action well you have to understand what your niche is and you have to understand who your ideal client is is the most important and and what their challenge is because then you want to address that that particular challenge so if you don't have a niche and it's not well-defined it's really difficult almost impossible for you to become an expert in really anything or at least be seen as an expert in anything because you don't have an you you, you don't have an identified niche so uh, you and I were chatting um, earlier about um, if you think about sports, or athletes, so you think about somebody like Tiger Woods. Now, you don't have to play golf to know that Tiger Woods is a great golfer. But that's his niche, mm-hmm. golf. He doesn't play basketball. He doesn't play baseball. He doesn't do anything else. His niche is golf. And so you kind of take a page out of his manual and say, okay, well, what's what am I really, really good at? What do I want to be known for? What do I want to be an expert in? and and that becomes your niche and you match that up you match up your expertise with your ideal client and I I can't tell you how many times clients come to me and they say well hey I've written a book I'd like to turn it into a course and I ask them oh that sounds great love to do that for you who's your ideal client and they have no idea yeah they have no no clue they haven't thought about it yet and I said well when you wrote the book who were you focusing the book on no idea they simply had a lot of great ideas in their head and they they put it into a book which is not a bad thing to do but now you've got a book in search of an audience as opposed to the other way around where you have an audience that is in search of your knowledge in in book form in this case
2: and you know it's interesting you say that because it reminds me of when we first Um, got started and where you were doing this and taking all the knowledge from the things we've done through all of the different roles we've had over the years. And the first course that we created, I don't know if you remember or not, but what we did is we said, okay, what do they need? And we put a date in the sand and said, okay, we're launching and we promoted it. And we did that before we had the course created. And then we created the first module. And mm-hmm. then we took you know, what we got from that and we, we knew what we were going to do, but we really refined it based on what people were asking us for, based on the feedback that we got. And then we went back and we redid it after we went through it to actually improve it, make it better. But what we had was something that people wanted. Most people create a course based on what they think they want without validating that information, what people really need.
3: Yeah, it's interesting because I thought when you started that story, you were going to go to another place, which was even before that, which was way, way back. I mean, just to let you know that we learned the hard way too. It's like we're not immune, right? And and it kind of led into Turn Knowledge to Profit in a way. But we did that live training for that group. And it the topic wasn't important. But I mean, the point is, we came out of that We blew through so much information in two hours. I can't even, I look back on it now and I'm thinking, holy mackerel, no wonder their eyes were glazed over and we didn't get any repeat business and nobody did anything with it because it was just so much information that we just dumped on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was like this big dump truck backed up and just (laughs) emptied everything, you know, that they knew on them and 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 that but that was a learning point for us and so we said that you know clearly that didn't work why not and and that was one of the causes and so from that point forward we did exactly what you're saying is we we went about it the other way and said not here's everything we know you kind of pick through it and figure out what's important to you but what's important to you we'll design a course around that
2: and i think that's important for people to really take that in, I'd forgotten about that. Uh, It's really important to say, okay, what do people need? What do they need help with? What's their pain point? What's the thing that keeps them up at night? And really say, how how does what I know, how does what I can offer, can that take that away? And then put it together. And it doesn't have to be just, like a dumb truck backing up, giving them information, letting them pick it out. It's things take, take a step back and think about when you're coaching someone, when you're walking someone through it, what are the steps that you go through and you know they work because you've done it over and over again. I think when people go to create courses, they forget about the process and what they go through thinking they've got to add more, add more. Hmm. If you don't do it when you're working one-on-one, stop and think about is it going to work when you do it in a program and most of the times it doesn't so just really think about how you're doing it and what you're doing and why are you adding it is it adding value or is it really going to be a detractor versus something that's going to help
3: right and again back to another you know that example of Of really keeping it simple at the beginning Um, you know if you think back to an experience that almost everybody has had and that's learning to drive okay when you got in the car for the first time they didn't take you on the freeway it's too much it's overwhelming you'd have been lost Um, I'm I'm lost still sometimes (laughs) on the freeway but I mean the the point is is that you know the first thing they taught you was how to accelerate how to brake and if this is really going to date me but going to old school you know if you had a manual shift how did you use the clutch and how do you shift Mm -hmm. you know so so those are the basics and so i think if if you look at your niche you really look at who your ideal client is you really look at what is their challenge you have to address that challenge straight on in a very basic way giving them no more information than they need just the basics and then they'll apply that and apply it successfully and then that's really where you start to build your expertise and you start to build your reputation is from that point where people say wow this was really good that really helped me what else does this person know and then you can start to get into the more nuanced parts of whatever your field of expertise is. So again, back to, you know, driving a car. So once you had the accelerator and the brake under control and you pretty much understood that, then they probably started to talk to you about how to focus your, your vision off in the distance. And then they started to talk to you about how to back up. And then they started to talk to you about how to drive on major streets Mm -hmm. and, you know, and then they got into traffic. So there's, there's a whole progression of things that they they could not have started with on day one or you would have just given up right you know I look at that and I think I mean if you just think about all the things you do when you drive a car uh, it's quite amazing actually all the things that you do and all the things you take into account that would have completely overwhelmed you on day one
2: right
3: and I think that's the same for us as coaches to really be able to look inside of ourselves and say what does my ideal client really need right now today Mm -hmm. to be a little more successful than they are not totally a hundred percent fully successful because that took you years of expertise to, to build up but just a little more successful than they are today and that's really where you get to that the niche that that is yours and that you can then dominate.
2: No, that's a great point and I think it's really important to remember that you're years ahead of where they are. You can't give that to them overnight. It's just not possible to do. I mean, it's like you can't give them a shot and all of a sudden they know. And I think it's also really important um, as we as we wind down this conversation for people to really think, because you and I've had this conversation about what do people want to do in business? What What do they really want to accomplish why are they doing this because people often say that they're going to create all these products and programs and services but yet they don't like one-on-one coaching or they want more freedom in their time instead of being so you know tied to a calendar so I think it's really important I know for for me personally the thing that's most important in, in what I do is really creating that legacy and impact. That's why I do what I do. That's what I love about, you know, helping entrepreneurs and women is really being able to have that impact, to be able to give them support, resources, ideas, information that they didn't have or know where to get. But other people do it for different reasons. And I know you have that conversation with people all the time.
3: Yeah, I do. I have. That's one of the first questions, again, that I ask clients when they come to me and is to, really try and find that sweet spot for them and that sweet spot is the the point at which they are providing the information that their ideal client needs and they're doing it in a format and in a way that satisfies their requirements for success so you have to not only make the client successful but you want to make yourself successful as well and so as you're saying for some people that's one-on-one coaching for other people it's not for some people it's a lot of travel for other people it's not Um, you know so you really have to kind of balance those two things that to, and that's really as I said that's really the sweet spot is is solving a challenge for your ideal client and doing it in a way that solves your challenge and make and makes you successful at the same time
2: I think it's important for people to understand that. Mm -hmm. So just kind of to wrap up, when you're defining your niche, listen and really take a step back and, and think about what problem do you solve? What's the transformation? What's the breakthrough that people are going to have when they're working with you and really break it down. Narrowing it down does not take away business from you. What it does is it attracts your ideal client and really, and I don't particularly like the word, but it repels all those others that you're just kind of, you know, Bringing in, but they aren't really your clients. They're more the looky lose. They're more the people that are just looking for something. But if you've got the right message and the right transformation and the right results, it's going to attract your ideal client. They're going to have the results. They're going to love it. They're going to move forward, and they're going to be your biggest advocates and share it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think this—that's a really good point, and I think we've all been in those networking situations where you're talking to someone and you're explaining what you do and 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 they're not really getting it and you have to explain it more and they really don't get it and you know and you have to explain it more well clearly that person's not in your in your niche they don't get it they don't get what you do and that's incredibly frustrating for you to have to try and explain what you do over and over and over again And what you're really looking for, another way to think about it, is your ideal client, those people that are in your niche, they get it. Mm -hmm. They get it right away. They get what you do. You know, you say, I do ABC and they go, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that is. I get it. I need that. Those are the people that are in your niche. Mm -hmm. The people that are, um, you know, I, I do ABC and then they say, oh, that's that's interesting. But how do you do that or how is that possible or why is that being done or? you know and, and you have to explain some more about it and then they say oh I don't really get it and that's really confusing you know. they're not in your niche it's not it, it may be also that you're not explaining yourself well but that's a different issue for another another day but I mean the point is is that those people that are your ideal clients are, are in your niche they will get you right away as long as you're clear about what you do they will get it and those are the people you want to go after because it's way way easier To make a sale to someone who gets it Mm -hmm. than to someone who you have to explain the solution to and get them to buy into before you even start to sell them on something
2: i think that's true it it's exactly the same way in networking i i really i'm going to challenge everyone who's listening to really think about how you present what you offer who you're trying to attract and really narrow it down. Trust that the narrower you get, the wider your market is because people will resonate with what you're offering and they'll be able to actually refer people to you because when you are really clear, they know exactly who the ideal client is. They know if they're the ideal client. So... This has been a great conversation. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I would like to invite all of our listeners to go to our Facebook page at Turn Knowledge to Profit and let us know what questions you have about defining your niche. Let us know what your niches are. I'd love to learn how we can support you. And join us next time for another conversation. Have a fabulous and connected week.
1: Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.
0: Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.